Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Our next guest is a Canadian-based freelance journalist who is here today to talk about his recent article for Vice, detailing documentation of 20 years of UFO sightings in Canada, recently released by the Canadian government. Please welcome, Daniel Otis. Hey Daniel, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, off the off the subject, real quick of UFOs. Did uh, Vice used to have an office in Amsterdam? <laughs> uh, I, I, they have satellite offices all over the place. I actually can't answer that. Question. Okay, because because I, I I just I was like, man, I know I was pretty high, but I'm sure I walked by and saw the Vice logo in the window, and it was one of the offices. And I just I just thought it was interesting. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so it was one of those things that in my memory. I'm like, ah, we did eat a lot of those truffles, but I'm pretty sure I actually saw it. So, well, much like UFOs, which I do believe, I, I'm not. I think it's ridiculous to think we're the only life forms in in this ever created, and it's all on one planet. And then there's all these other places, universe, you know, just goes out and out and out, and not be something out there. What I'm worried about is we're the idiots of the of the whole thing, and that, that they're watching us, and pretty soon they're going to get tired of us screwing around and stomp on us like an anthill. Well, I'm not sure about that. Listen, you know, this recent story I did uh, through Canadian Freedom of Information Laws, we were able to obtain nearly 300 pages of UFO reports, most of them from, uh, from professional pilots, but there's also ones in there from soldiers, police officers. Legitimate. Citizens, et cetera. Yeah, but, you know, there's no, there's no definitive answer as to what these folks are seeing. But I think it's safe to say that, you know, UFOs exist, people who you know, have a good idea of what ought to be in the sky or seeing things they can't explain. So, you know, by definition, they exist. The real question is, what are they? And I think we're only going to get closer to that answer is if we start taking this, you know, material seriously and start, you know, actually listening to the people who have these kinds of unusual experiences. Well, and, you know, if we can treat it as a scientific issue, maybe we'll get closer to those answers. Well, and, and it, well, the thing is, we all believe, right, that uh, a higher life form, it's going to be this evolved peaceful, uh, understanding. They've gotten past what we can't get past. And I just think, what if they haven't? I mean, watch, watch what's happening right now. We think we're such a, an evolved world. We're watching Putin you know, go to the Ukraine simply to obtain more landmass. And you know, we thought we were past that part of just grabbing stuff by, by force for no apparent reason. And uh, you, know, you think, man, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't reach out to the universe because, well, goddamn, man, what if, what, if that's, what if we never have gotten better? What if, if it's, the evolution is simply they'll just come and take what we got? 
Maybe, maybe, you know, uh, one thing's for certain, uh, listen, we're on a planet circling one star in a galaxy that has over a billion stars, and there's over a billion galaxies in the known universe. You know, the the chances of other life forms being out there, I think anyone will say it's pretty high. The question is, is there life forms out there advanced enough to traverse space and time? I don't know. I don't know. Um, But if they did, they probably, yeah, you're right, they'd see a... Uh, a civilization that's you know quite close to its violent animal roots. That's what we are. Yeah, no, we're we're in that we're in that second grade pushing each other down on the playground phase of evolution still. <laughs> I'd be inclined to agree with that. Yeah, yeah, some of us have learned to stop pooping our pants, but others have not. And this is just our this is our on the evolutionary timeline. That's about where we are. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so by the way, what got you interested in, in, the, in the UFOs? Are you a hard UFOologist? Are you, do you always follow this? Or is it just an interesting no, thing for you to write about? No, not at all. Um, I, I've been working as a journalist for over a decade. I've written for uh, more than two dozen publications, including Slate, The Diplomat, Toronto Star, etc. Over the past year, I've started diving into the UFO subject. And what really inspired me was in uh, December 2017, the New York Times released this bombshell investigation that said, one, uh, the U.S. government has been pumping millions of dollars of taxpayers' money into you know, researching UFOs, and two, military personnel in the United States are encountering pretty unusual things, you know, things traveling faster than the speed of sound, making right-angle turns without slowing down, etc. So reading that news in the New York Times really inspired me to started digging around to see what sort of data and procedures were available here in Canada. And lo and behold, you know, through our freedom of information laws, uh, in this particular instance, I was able to obtain nearly 300 pages of reports, you know, predominantly from pro- uh, professional pilots. Some of those reports are pretty recent, too. You know, for example, in uh, July of this past summer, there was a Canadian military transport plane on its way to pick up at-risk personnel in Afghanistan. And while flying over the North Atlantic, it, uh, quote, saw a bright green flying object that flew into a cloud and disappeared. Flying parallel to the Canadian military flight was a Dutch KLM flight from Boston to Amsterdam that saw the exact same thing. You know, they called the tower. The tower notified the Air Force uh, and as well as uh, Canadian transportation authorities. And that's why, you know, we have a document trail and we have these documents sitting in front of me. These things are recent. And then the same sightings, you know, in my other stories, we've documented Canadian military sightings that go back to the early 1950s, the dawn of the Cold War. So there's a great deal of uh, historical continuity going back the past 70 years with, you know, pilots, soldiers, police officers making pretty unusual reports. No, it, it is truly, I, I don't know how we can deny that there's something out there and it's real. And it's not another country's. Uh, current weaponry, because trust me, if they had something that was as fast and as, and as able as, as what we're seeing, they would have been like, hey, just, you know, we have this. You should just quit now because there's nothing you can do about it. it, it it's going to be from another place. There's nothing. You know, once you start seeing hardened military pilots and, and you know, you can hear the audio when they're talking to us. There's recorders in those cockpits. They're talking to the co-pilot. They're talking back to their base and they're and they're explaining what they're seeing. And you can hear the incredulous nature of, of what they're like, I, I, this is not even possible. And 
you just go, this is not a, a psychosis. It's not crazy. This is not a hallucination. He's really seeing something, and it's really happening, and he's really able to describe it, and he's a knowledgeable, educated guy. That, there's no way for us to refute the, the, that something is happening, and the obvious, what is it, Occam's razor, the most, the, the, the most obvious explanation is the one. It's, it's going to be something that flies. Yeah, yeah, and that it's insane to pretend that we're all alone. You know, but even to respond to the naysayers, you know, if some people say, ah, you know, this is all probably secret military technology, and if that were true, it would mean that you know a government or a group has basically created a new propulsion system and a new energy source that you know could completely eliminate our dependence on fossil fuels. So of course, all of this stuff is made on Earth. It means that, you know, we're, we're dealing with a new technology that could change humanity. And the implications are still huge. Sure, of course. And, and that's why I believe it isn't, because we wouldn't, we wouldn't keep it uh, undercover. There's, there's no good reason. If we had that kind of weaponry, we'd let the other people know, because that's what you do. And if you, if you had it that could work for, uh, to make the world better, of course you would release it, because it would make your country only stronger. So it's... You know, it's definitely whatever we see, I do believe, with all my heart, just using simple logic, it's, it's from another place. I just hope, uh, you know, I, I think, because you go down this rabbit hole, if a UFO were to land from another place, there's a segment in society would freak out and not come back from it because of religion, because it offsets their, their whole, you know, the earth created in seven days, and, and there's one God, and, and, and that, that controls this, and this is the only thing that's ever been created and you would just see people go apes. Yeah, I, I, and I think if you look at some of the early material from the U.S. government, you know, they were getting sightings uh, from World War II. The sightings started coming into the U.S. military in the World War II. And, and there's documents that say we don't want to induce mass hysteria. We have to keep this stuff under wraps, you know, because it, it, it were, you know, evidence to exist that E.T. was visiting Earth. Obviously, that would throw entire paradigms, worldviews, religions on their head. Um, so there, there are internal documents from the U.S. military discussing that they don't want to invoke mass hysteria. Sure. No, no, you've, just un, you've literally unwound everything they believe in, everything they fight for, everything that keeps them from killing each other and stealing and, and raping and pillaging and, and, and keep from spinning off the earth. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a crazy subject, but listen, read for yourself. All you got to do is find Daniel Otis on Vice. All of it is there, and I appreciate your time today, my friend. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, man. See you Hi, You know, that's, uh, that was one of the things I remember reading about, just like he was saying, that our government said, look, we can't go out. We can't go low. We can't go out with this and say there's UFOs. There's aliens from another place mm-hmm. because everybody in our, in our country believes this version of creationism. For the most part. And, that, and then each, you know country has there's many religions but they're all based in the only one true god right mm-hmm. and then you go oh i guess there's a whole nother thing you don't know about <laughs> and their heads go Poof. some people argue that religion was invented to keep people from killing each other from becoming terrible people because you had to have some kind of a cosmic police officer if you do this you'll go to hell and burn in the fire if you do this if you do this if you do this he's always watching there's no way to get away from him i'm not refuting religion i'm telling you what some ideas are keeps me accountable right uh, and then you go, uh, sorry, we're just low on the evolution chains. And all of a sudden, bam, it's all naked apes and boners out there. <laughs> How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.